This is the call-out episode. I'm calling out Jade. Um, and I'm, I'm calling out Jade because I think she only wanted to watch Duck Dodgers because there's a tall, hot, half-naked alien woman um, in vaguely Middle Eastern-inspired clothes. Um, and I know that's her jam. Yeah, well, yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, so. that's... The, the sexiness of Queen Tyranny is my, you know... Like, there, I have a couple other notes, but that's, you know, most of the notes. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I mean, anytime I, she's on screen, I would have to stop whatever else I was doing to watch. Um, <laughs> get, get a few tissues. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh... Yeah, I I completely forgot most of Duck Dodgers over the past fifteen years since they stopped making it. I mean, I'd say like the slash sh- actually it. like the show overall is pretty horny. Like there's just yeah. so many like random bikini girls that just pop up, you know, for like a joke or a scene or whatever. Oh yeah, it, it's it's like at at least like once or twice an episode there's just a random girl with um yeah it's, mm, it's either like a, a big chested like, girl or like a girl in a bikini or both yeah and it, it's like the the character design is kind of like in, an even more exaggerated version of the justice league one mm. where it's all hips no waist um huge chest yeah <laughs> so yeah it yeah. is I mean I would like Tyranny like her actually. kids are surprisingly small considering you know it seems like they're about yeah. the size of those cups which if it was like a regular human size breast wouldn't cover it but like that that's all the lump there is is those those little gold bowls on her chest so yeah and but I, it, it's it's weird because that the on the talent show episode she wears a dress and she seems to fill it out mm. um, more completely <laughs> than those would imply. Yeah, and I think there's so. like a part where she goes to kiss Marvin and there's like a silhouette of a lip as if she does have a mouth. But then they also make like a joke about how they don't have noses or mouths. Yeah. Even even though her her little marking over where her nose would be yeah it, it has like a ridge up, as if a, a nose. implying yeah. yeah so apparently they have the basic shape of a human face just with no holes to speak of yeah and no ears yeah so there you go let's talk about. How hot every single woman in the show is because I mean, we, we just all, did, but we they, can't. They're, yeah, they're all the same exact shape, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah, like I said, just all hips, no waist. Yeah, we also um, get all Porky chests. Pig in a bikini at one point. Porky Pig is a very hot lady. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. So is Daffy in that or. Duck Dodgers <laughs> in yeah. that one scene. Yeah, I mean, technically, yeah, they, they refer to them by their character names, so it's Duck Dodgers is Daffy, Cadet is yeah. Porky, 
and uh, what was it? Commander X two, I think is yeah, yeah. is Marvin Marvin's name in the yeah. show. Which they they never they never acknowledged that he's Marvin the Martian, but yeah, and then he's the, not wearing a shirt in this version because that's just yeah, the, but it the aesthetic of Mars in this is like Roman age Egypt, like yeah, it's like Ro- they, they kind of blend yeah, right, like Roman, Roman and Egyptian because like tyranny yeah. looks like Cleopatra, like, like yeah. she's like a cross between Dacia Thoris from John Carter and. Cleopatra. Yeah, and okay, are you as sure as I am that the only reason they named her Tyranny is because um, in the opening, the opening song? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because they don't call her that at any point in the first season. Mm. And it, it's like it's like they realized um, uh, when the song says Duck Dodger just fighting, fighting tyranny. tyranny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it shows her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. The, the show way. came out in 2003 when I was 13. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that was also yeah. the same year that Pokemon Ruby came out with Phoebe. So Tyranny and Phoebe and all these other, like, half naked female characters all imprinted on my brain at the same time around that time. Yeah, I, I the the second she came on screen in the first in the first episode, well, actually, in the opening, um, I was like, mm. oh, yeah, oh, that's right, that. yeah. yeah, yeah, Jade's a horny bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, we, we sat through a whole season of Monster Musume. So. Yes. <laughs> I, I, we're, we're weird people. <laughs> yeah. We have hours um, and hours of evidence to back this up. Yeah. yeah. So where do we go from and here? Also, <laughs> we talk, um, we, we talked talking about, about the millions of sci-fi references. Oh yeah. Cause you know, we, Wiley I, I think the we, Predator, Yosemite Sam is Klingon, yeah. uh, Elmer Fudd is the Fudd. Um, yeah, they had like the Roboto thing. I mean, I'm just kind of repeating stuff we talked about last time, but <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I because I did watch it and I, and I I didn't like marathon it all last week. I kind of spaced it out, so I saw some of it last week and some of it this week, but it's still three seasons of a show. Yeah, I, I just watched like four really episodes a day. Yeah, like, it doesn't really have an ongoing plot except kind of at, like, the the season two finale. They have this, like, event thing where um, a Martian guy, like, overthrows the queen and takes over. And then after they beat him, they form a peace treaty. And then immediately at the start of season three, Dodger's just getting bored with the new status quo and finds a way to crash it. It's very obvious they didn't think they were getting a third season. Um, yeah. But then they did, so they they flipped it right back to status quo at the beginning of the third. Yeah, but then at the end of the third, they knew that was the end, so they did the whole yeah. like retrospective um, 
of Duck Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah, the 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 show is very weird from like a meta standpoint because mm. they 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 say all kind of shit like, oh, it, uh, Bugs Bunny was supposed to play this part, but he said no. <laughs> um, yeah, like Im- implying yeah, like, that Bug, the, Bugs Bunny is like the one major cameo from Looney Tunes who doesn't show up in this, like that, and I right. guess like Sylvester and Tweety don't show up. Yeah, I don't know what part they would even have for them, but anyway, I mean, you, you can make one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. like, they made Wiley Coyote the Predator. Um, uh, yeah, what other ones? Hmm. I mean, I feel like there must be some sci-fi cat that they could make Sylvester into. Um, um, and then, like, also they had, like, the, the anime episode with Man in Suit. Yeah, <laughs> the the Astro Kaiju. Boys slash Godzilla. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's like Astro Boy fighting Man in Suit, who is the the Godzilla. Also, they they had a they had a joke um, at some point where it's like, yeah, the the kids aren't even watching at that at this point. They're they switched off to watching reruns of Dragon Ball, <laughs> which is very yeah. funny because that that is it's what I was watching. Yeah. But yeah, like I I haven't seen any of Duck Dodgers in probably like fifteen years because I don't I don't remember like basically any of the second half of the second season or the third season. Mm. So I'm assuming. I mean, I know as a kid I watched. Yeah, I guess as a kid I watched season one a lot. Like, I think season one yeah. got shown more, and then by season two, I think it had gotten, like, pushed off to, like, a Friday primetime slot when I wasn't aware that it was there, and so I didn't see... I saw, like, one episode of season two when they were airing, but I, I didn't see, like, any of season two or three until the DVDs came out. Yeah, or, because... Well, it's I had gotten like a bootleg said... before the official DVDs came out, but after, you know, I... Yeah internet age is when i finally got to you know see the rest of the show yeah but it, it, it's like we said last week like it doesn't really appeal to kids at um mm-hmm. well very much like there's the you know there's the wacky slapstick action and stuff like that but yeah i mean kids aren't gonna get uh <laughs> like three quarters of the jokes that the yeah, I mean, like, the the opening song, they got Tom Jones to do, like, a, a cartoon version of Thunderball. Like, his... Because he did the James Bond song, Thunderball, and then he basically does that again, but it's about Duck Dodgers. For, like, yeah. the opening theme. And then they get him to show up, and like, he's there for an episode where he, like, switches yeah. voice boxes with Daffy. They, they get a crazy amount of um, celebrity guests, honestly. Yeah. Like I mean, they had like what the guy from Megadeth in season three. Yeah, they get Dave Mustaine <laughs> to yeah. do an episode of Duck Dodgers. What yeah. that is that that's stupid, <laughs> but I yeah. love it. Also, this is the second thing we've watched in the in the relatively short time we've been doing this, where Macy Gray is a guest star um, mm. in something. So because she had a little name drop in spider-man 
Okay. Yeah, I don't remember so, that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it lasts for like 20 seconds. They... Yeah, okay. They... She, she's I mean, like, like saying... Spider-Man, the, there's a lot of Spider-Mans. I think the first one. The, oh, okay. Oh, which, oh, think, at the... The thing yeah, where the like, Green Goblin throws the pumpkin bomb at the guys turn into skeletons. Yeah, she's like singing at the festival where um, yeah. Yeah, Mary like Jane gets kidnapped for the first time. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe not kidnapped, but endangered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah from that big uh, styrofoam platform she was standing on that cracked. <laughs> yeah, and then that... <laughs> <laughs> That's the scene where she's hanging on to a Spider-Man puppet, and they just yeah. uh, <laughs> they 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 just change the angle of the camera to make it look like uh, it's he's swinging. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, where were we? <laughs> Um, because I mean, let's see, Duck Dodge. I should check my notes to see if there's anything else about Duck Dodgers. I, I took some notes around like the first season and then just stopped and was just watching. Oh yeah, the the voice of the Aku or the voice of the Happy Cat Clock. It's Aku. You know, it's like the same guy yeah, doing Mako. the same voice. It, yeah, yeah, he's doing his Aku voice. Yeah. Ha ha ha! Happy Cat, say, time to wake up. <laughs> They, they actually set that up um, before they they did the Samurai they Jack episode, whole, which which is yeah. cool. Yeah, and that one like I hadn't seen Samurai Jack when I saw that episode, but it was like I still got the joke that it's like, so there's this like portal that you can step into and it'll send you back, but if you do that, you won't be able to save the village from the thing. <laughs> and Daphne <laughs> just jump straight in like fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I fucking love no, that no, episode. No, it doesn't work. I thought, I thought you were going to, you know, yeah. do the honorable thing. Yeah. I, that that whole episode is just uh, Gendy Tartakovsky, like, making f- fun of, it, like, parodying himself, basically. It's, it's great. Yeah. Like, it... it I, I don't... I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain without... And didn't they have, like, a... Because I think they had like a different version of the Scotsman. Like, he was a different nationality in that. Oh, was it? Was it? I don't... I think. I don't remember. I, I feel like they did a parody of the Scotsman, but he had, like, a different accent. It was, like, a French version. might have. I, I, I... It's been, like, a week since I've seen that episode. And I've mm. seen a lot of episodes since then. So it's kind of, uh... All blurring together. Like, the, yeah. the midsection. Yeah, and then, like, season one, they had that Green Lantern episode, which I think, at the like, unless Justice League was doing Green Lantern, nobody else was really doing a Green Lantern thing, so that was, like, you know, one of the first times you get to see, like, members of the Green Lantern Corps outside of Hal Jordan. I, th- I think Justice League Stewart. was going at that point. Like, yeah, like, I remember they had Jon Stewart in there. Did they have the rest of the Corps in that show, or was it just Jon, usually? Um, they had them later. So no, like they, had, in, they had like John, and they went to Oa, and they had like the the man hunters showed up. At, they like one episode in the first season. They had the episode where um, John thinks he blew up a planet, and I think like Kilowog and someone else shows up to defend okay. him. Yeah. Um, but they don't have like the greater core until later. Mm, 
and the, I, I don't... Did they have Sinestro at all in Justice League, or...? Yeah, he, uh... He... He's in one of the first couple seasons. I mean, it would be and a long watch, but we should watch Justice League at some point. I know oh, I, I have. I would. I would love to. Like I have the first two seasons here on DVD, and I could you know easily buy unlimited. It is. I I would love to watch Justice League. Mm. I've. That's, should it, we do that's it like one season? Show, at a time. I watch it like, like say, every. Watch season one for next step, next two weeks from now. Either like probably one because season I, or I think it's. Uh, I I think they're pretty long seasons. Like mm. I, I think. I think the first one is like thirteen uh, double episodes, mm. so, so like a twenty-six yeah. episode season. Yeah, total. so we can go like one season at a yeah. time for Justice League. Yeah, we we can look ahead because I I, I think all the seasons might be different lengths, mm. but yeah. Um. But yeah, honestly, the the Green Lantern episode came out of yeah. nowhere. Like, that was the first time in season it, it, one that like, they did, like, the full half hour is just one thing, and not, like, split in half, you know, like, Spongebob style, like, 11 yeah. shorts. I, honestly, I, most of the 11-minute episodes um, are kind of just okay. Yeah, I mean, like, they're, they're basically like, just, like, a, long Looney Tunes cartoons. There's a few of them that yeah, especially the first season. Yeah. Um, it seems like they were leaning real, real heavy into just being a, a long Looney Tunes yeah, skit. Yeah, it's like Looney Tunes with sci-fi um, jokes. Yeah. Like, like the 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 old Duck Dodgers uh, skits, which I wanted to go back and watch, but kind of just ran out mm. of time. Um. Yeah, it. Yeah, like they they they're good. Like they they're funny. They're entertaining. But they're like there's nothing that really needs to be a separate show. You know, like it could just be a part of um a, a Looney Tunes mm. reboot. Yeah. But then in, in season two, I think uh, the the show started getting more of a personality to itself. Hmm. That's how I feel, anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, I just remembered my other note. Um, yeah, so as a kid watching it, I, you know, as a horny kid watching it, I always wondered why <laughs> Duck Dodger, like, he, you know, Tyranny wanted to hook up with him, and he just was completely oblivious to it the whole time. Um, and I always kind of wondered about that. Yeah. But then I saw, I, I can't remember... If it was a season one or a season two episode, it might have been a season two episode. Um, they show Duck Dodger's porn because like somebody like stumbles into like a porn magazine he was hiding, and it's Duck Fancy, and it's a picture of like a regular Earth duck in the water, and it's just like a one-off joke, but it also explains some stuff that yeah, Dodgers is into like regular ducks. Not even, like, cartoon walking <laughs> ducks, but, like, you know, regular, normal ducks. And that's, like, his weird perversion, so. 
I, I guess that's why he's not into Martians. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we 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 can go with that. There's like several times where he's after like humanoid yeah. women um, for an episode or two, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he was. I mean, that, that's a good theory. Yeah, they did have that one where he was like eating onion rings and obsessing over some like dancer that he saw. Yeah, and at, at the end, um, that uh, that female captain who was in like two oh, episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that um, one. Yeah. Aurora. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, th- I think. Yeah, because it yeah. was Aurora Soleil. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That she was just Our... like she she was in training to become a captain in the like I don't know if that was the first time she showed up, but yeah, they had that one where it's like Dodgers and the other like you know, heroic-type captain guy who were both going gaga over, and Cadet... Starred Johnson. Yeah, Johnson is just, like, the cliche... I can't believe I'm, you know, I'm remembering. Like, loud voice, hero-type yeah. captain. And they're both, you know, like, drooling over this girl, but don't talk to her. And then Cadet just, like, shyly talks to her, and she's into Cadet, because he just talked to her like a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then Dodgers, even up to the last episode, was like, "Oh no, she's totally into me." Yeah. Oh, she asked me to marry her once, but I was like, "No, it, it just won't work out." Uh, this is a good time to talk about how Duck Dodgers is a lot more of a bastard than I, mm. <laughs> I ever remembered that he was. Like, because he he does some genuinely yeah. fucked up shit. Like, like the Roboto episode, that if if it wasn't a comedy show, uh, well, like, like yeah, like that's that's bad. But I mean, it's mm. it's a robot. Like yeah, he murdered the robot, but it's still yeah. just a robot. But like, the there's the the one where he says he sold um, Cadet's sister to a <laughs> oh, sausage <man>. factory. <laughs> 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 and he he starts a race war on the water oh, yeah. planet. Yeah, yeah, and then he crashed a ship into it and nearly killed them all. Like only through some like plot yeah. contrivance bullshit yeah. they lived. Yeah. <laughs> they fix it off screen. But yeah, like he he, he genuinely has no redeeming yeah. qualities. He he just occasionally pulls victory yeah. out of his ass, um, and only half the characters seem to realize how much of a dick he is. Yeah, and it's like I don't remember if they ever said. I know they unthawed him because he was. I mean, I guess presumably they thought he was like a legendary captain, but then they don't really show anything that he did back in the whatever 20th century that was would make him like a legendary captain like i think there was like one screenshot thing like a photograph of him um basically being uh citizen kane uh charles foster kane they like showed like a photograph of him basically as kane but i don't remember them showing him like actually doing anything captain like in uh in the time period that he came from. 
they they show him winning a football game yeah. which he didn't do uh and that's about it but it... but yeah like the i i i get the whole like thawing him out and being a, a future hero thing is because it's a yeah. parody of buck rogers um but like yeah they they really don't <laughs> justify it at all like the yeah. i iq high just um thaws him out for seemingly no reason and makes him a space captain yeah. also it's it's really nebulous how long he's mm. been a space captain because they they make they make jokes about how um about how like they they've been stuck on this planet for six years, but no time. Yeah, to I mean, it, since it's a cartoon, it's like that kind of you know like SpongeBob, you know, three hours later, like time scale thing, where it's like any amount of time yeah. can pass and nobody ages or changes. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's a joke. There's there, there's no real continuity. I mean, they die, <laughs> they die yeah, in one. Yeah, episode. they became force ghosts in one so. episode. Yeah, the the Star Wars references are <laughs> yeah. a plenty. Um, like ev- every every melee weapon is a, yeah. a laser weapon. Yeah, they they did it's a, a trench. Light, it's a lightsaber version. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> and um, uh, the the commander even says like curse that movie sending um so many yeah. people to their deaths yeah because everybody has to fly down a trench and shoot into the big open exhaust port yeah yeah what, what do they think that is this is ace combat yeah uh, what else is there to say we talked about how um the queen is hot yep um, duck thing. dodgers is an abs <laughs> of course yep Duck Dodgers is an absolute bastard. Yep. Um, with no redeeming qualities. Um, I guess this is the cadet. It's the other major character. It's the comic foil yeah. who has to deal with all of Dodgers' bullshit. Yeah, he doesn't... Like, th- there's a few episodes where he, like, steps up and becomes, like, an action hero. Mm. But he really just doesn't do much in most episodes except um, be a doormat for comedic effect yeah yeah there's also like the, I mean Dodgers is completely oblivious to anyone who isn't him but I mean they had that one yeah. time where uh, he like I think yeah I think there was that the other cadet you know that like woman who was obsessed with him who dressed in the cadet uniform uh, she drew yeah. she drew like a picture of I don't know, he drew a picture of the cadet as like this grizzled man with like an eye patch and she erased it and drew Porky Pig and he's like well you got it close but and then he like drew the eye patch and the grizzle onto Porky Pig so <laughs> he seems to his like mental image of the cadet is that he's like gritty and tough I guess even though generally he doesn't, you know, pay attention to anyone or anything else, but he has some kind of mental image of the cadet as like a tough action guy. Uh, he, his his brain is just 
fucked up in every way possible. So it's impossible. Like it, he he doesn't have one consistent thought to the next. Yeah, it's also funny that so I can't remember it, what the situation was, but there was like three. They had like Marvin or I can't remember if it was Marvin or the Queen first. They show like I think it might have been the Queen. Like the Queen is dreaming about running on a beach with Dodgers, and then we cut to Marvin. And he's dreaming about also running on a beach with Dodgers. And then we cut to Dodgers. He's dreaming of running on a beach with himself. There's like two versions of himself. That, that was a great joke. <laughs> There's some really funny gags. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, uh, oh, when uh, when the queen wants to marry Dodgers. Out. Um, just suddenly out of the blue in that one mm. episode um and, and uh marvin convinces him that all 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 the king of mars does is work the methane factories of uranus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <the laughs> that's a real yep. poop jokes that joke yep. stinks yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, what I was surprised of is that they really don't have that many recurring characters. Mm. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, like they did. Like season three, they brought all the villains back for like a Legion of Doom thing. Yeah, but I mean, they they don't like they they could have been anybody. Like they they don't really do much. Um, like out outside of Roboto and like maybe one one or two other characters, like they don't really do anything mm. special, you know. Yeah, like they make like, like quick to, references to, to the episodes that they were in, but but yeah, I mean like the like the main cast yeah, like the, is the, the, the Dodgers, Cadet, IQ High, Marvin, and the Queen. And I guess the Centurions, I mean, there's a whole bunch of them, and they're all like, Michael Dorn, but... <laughs> yeah. So it's just <laughs> Commander Warp walking around th- as a robot. Yeah. Yeah. And they all have the same voice. And that that's... And they have no legs. That, that's the joke. Yeah. That's, that's a joke, yeah. They have two jokes. But yeah, like, uh, other, other than them, like, maybe... And... and I mean, Star Johnson, who doesn't yeah. really do much. He, he's just a bit character in most episodes. Yeah. And, like, I, I guess um, the the Yosemite Sam Klingon um, shows up a few times. Yeah. To kidnap Macy Gray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because usually, it's, otherwise, it's just whatever. Either Looney Tunes yeah. references they can convert, or new, like parody characters they can come up. Yeah, yeah. They had that whole episode that was just like Aladdin mixed with Star Wars, but they were all pig characters because it was <laughs> Porky's planet or Cadet's planet. And yeah, it's. It's Cadet watching his uh, nieces and nephews, I think. Yeah. And they they're they're the Animaniacs. <laughs> yeah. Same same voice actors doing the same voices. Oh yeah. Um. And 
he tells them uh, the story about how he's actually the the waiting king of pig planet yeah and uh how he had to fight jafar yeah and then he to gave the save. throne to jasmine yeah see disney that's how you do a remake <laughs> yeah yeah no they needed more like you know big lava streams in the aladdin remake yeah big lava monsters yeah have like a fight like, at a I lava mean, stream if, with lightsabers if if cadet really wanted to stop the giant lava monster he could have just stabbed the jafar pig yeah i mean he, he had him right there he was like five feet away it, it took that lava monster like 30 seconds to yeah get to a dangerous position yeah yeah, I mean, like, he already had him defeated and gave him the time to get back up. Yeah. <laughs> you you won't stop my uh, awesome lava-moving gauntlets. Yeah. The ones that I'm ju- you're just going to let me use for yeah. 30 seconds to Well, you're standing there with a lightsaber in your hand, and you can just slice them off. Yeah. Two lightsabers, I think. Mm. He could have sliced off both arms at once. Yeah, he became all the Jedi. With two <laughs> lightsabers in his hand. Fuck you, Jade. <laughs> that movie is our new running joke for the year. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anytime anybody has two swords, they're all the yep. Jedi. Yep. Oh Jesus. But but yeah, it's kind of like we said last week. Like it, the the jokes are like eighty percent for adults, mm. and it, it's kind of amazing that they even aired the show on like four kids in general. Mm. Yeah, and you also said you said you found the show is on Boomerang for people who want to watch it and not get the DVDs like I did. Oh yeah, um, it's At Boomerang has a US, streaming service. Boomerang. Yeah, Boomerang has a streaming service, and it's only five dollars a month. Hmm. So, like, they they had a free seven day trial, but I, I'm not watching thirty seven or uh, thirty nine episodes in seven days. Mm. So I just paid five dollars for the for get month, it for the rest month of the month subscription. Yeah, yeah. You get caught up I, on scoop. Might watch some. Well, yeah, actually, might Justice League some... might be on there. Yeah, it might be. Because that was also a Cartoon it... Network show. Although it is Warner like, Brothers, it's an old Cartoon so it Network might have show. gone to. Well, no, I mean, yeah, because Boomerang is Warner Brothers, so it might be. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, it, it probably got rolled the, into DC Universe and then into HBO Max, but it could be on Boomerang. Yeah, more than likely. Um, one one thing, um, one thing I noticed about uh, Duck Dodgers is that they had a in the first season, especially they had a lot of cameos from Hanna Barbera characters, mm. like like just in the background, like um, I, I think it was uh. The, the wily coyote predator 
who had mm. <laughs> like like Yogi Bear and Top Cat. And, oh yeah, um, yeah, I think so. Like as trophies and as and a ship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't I think it's remember. on here. I, I I wouldn't expect it to be honestly because it the the DC is too valuable for them to ship over to the the boomerang um, graveyard. Mm. Cause that that's basically what they use boomerang for now, is just shipping over any semi old cartoons that don't do well enough to promote on their major services. Mm. Yeah, and I guess if we start watching a bunch of DC cartoons, we'll have to watch the Harley Quinn cartoon at some point too. Cause that one, it, it's had two seasons so far. I don't know when it's getting a season three, but it's really good. I I did get recommended a YouTube video um of like Harley Quinn scenes out of context and it looks mm. it looks pretty funny. Yeah. What who was it? Shark King? Um yeah. I I think. Yeah, he's <laughs> one of her like sidekicks. Yeah. And <laughs> did they make Clayface into like a Shakespearean actor? Yeah. Yeah, shake. Yeah, Clayface <laughs> takes all uh, like anytime he's told to like disguise himself as a person or go into a role, he takes it very seriously. Like he needs to know his uh, like motivation for the character, and he'll like invent an entire backstory for why this uh, like mailman's going to show up at the door of this person's house <laughs> because they're actually the person's long lost son or something. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty good. And, uh, apparently, um, Commissioner Gordon is uh, just going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he he is, like, yeah, he's he's having like a lot of personal problems. He's like recently divorced his wife. He's, you know, trying to be like buddy buddy with Batman, and Batman won't do it. And so he's like trying to play it cool, <laughs> but he wishes Batman would spend more time with him. And, uh, nice. Yeah, I'll watch it at some point. Um, it, it seems like fun. Um, yeah. Even if they, I've 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 gotten kind of sour on shows with um, like just random killing because mm. it it. I don't know. Like it. It can be funny, but it can also just be like why. But um, as long as there's funny stuff around it, I don't really mind. Yeah, I mean, there is there is a lot of, like, bloody violence in the show. And sometimes it's, like, shock value laughs. Sometimes it's, like, genuine shock value that is, you know, like, the other characters will react like, wow, that was actually pretty horrifying, what you just did there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, it generally works, I think. Yeah, like, it's all about context for me. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it it's usually there to, like, demonstrate that they're, you know, bad people. Um, yeah. But yeah, also, we'll like, the, the humor isn't so much in, like, the violence happening as it is, like, the the reactions to it. Um, like, like, the way people react to seeing it happen is usually where the joke is. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, like I'm, 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 I'm sure it's fine. It's just something I noticed in like the the quick five minute um, mm-hmm. clip I saw on YouTube. Yeah, of random shit happening. Yeah. <sighs> so are are we done with Doug Dodgers, or do we have um, anything else to say we, about we how, can be. how hot the Martian Queen is? Uh, I mean, there's only so much you can do in audio to describe how hot someone is. If you're interested to go look yeah. up pictures, either type uh, Martian Queen Duck Dodgers or Queen T-Y-R apostrophe A-H-N-E-E is how that is spelled. Um, just, type in, you know, punch type that in into Google Images queen. and or your favorite porn site and you'll find plenty of stuff. Type in queen underscore T to your favorite um porn art site and see what comes up <laughs> yeah i mean it should autofill the rest of it or even yeah. you know if you go to rule 34 just type duck underscore dodgers and pretty much all the porn of it will be her yeah one of those obscure mid-2000s I... sexy cartoon icons i really don't want to see um duck Daffy Duck with a dick, though. So, um, I've um. seen some of him with a corkscrew dick. It's certainly something. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I looked up the episodes for Justice League, and the first two seasons are twenty-six episodes. Okay, so yeah, so we'll do e- one each. season at a time. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's like it, it's I, 20- I think on. Yeah, it's, it's that many episodes, and they have, like, a, a plot to it, so there's stuff to pay attention to. Yeah. I I think in, in the first, in, like, the, the first season, it's uh, where there's, they're, like, all double-parters. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the first and one, I remember, came the, out as, like, a movie. Like, I think it might be three parts long the first episode yeah the the season opener and the season ender are three-parters yeah um and the the rest are two-parters and then in season two i think they go for more of a um no they 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 do that too most Mm -hmm. of it by the looks of it so yeah but then I think Unlimited, um, they they go to more like twenty-two minute episodic stories with a like a background story in most mm. of them. Yeah, like Unlimited. I don't know if I've seen all the episodes because that like Duck Dodgers was like first two seasons. I knew like when and where to watch, and then by the time Unlimited came out, I either wasn't watching as much TV or it shifted time slots or something, so I didn't know you know where it was yeah shit goes down (laughs) in unlimited Mm. like all i know is like the start of unlimited a bunch of new characters all join in yeah like a that in in the original justice league it's there's like the core seven seven heroes and like yeah yeah, it, and like occasionally Aquaman will show up. Yeah. They might have, they might add like one or two other heroes in. Yeah, um, I mean, like, occasionally. Yeah, I remember the Aquaman episode was like brutal, having you know, like he has to cut his own hand off to save his baby. Yeah. Yeah, his his brother betrays him to 
become ruler of Atlantis. Yeah, he, like, chained him to, like, a cliff or something, and his baby was going to fall on the cliff, and he has to, like, hack his own hand off. Yeah, his his baby is, um, they, they put, they chain him to, like, a heat vent that's going to erupt, mm. and they, they put his baby next to him, um, with, like, a knife going into the, the rock. Yeah. Um, like holding his wrappings that are, you know, slowly tearing. Yeah. So Aquaman cuts his own hand off and wraps it in the the red, the conveniently red bindings yeah. <laughs> uh, of of his his of his baby's. Uh, uh, I don't know what you call it. Just the, the wrappings they have him, they have him in, um, and then. Uh, goes on a blood rage <laughs> to yeah. kill his own brother. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so, a yeah. lot for a kid show. Um, also, I just bought Justice League Unlimited, so it's on the way. It's only twenty five dollars for the Blu ray cool. of the complete series of Unlimited. Un Un Unlimited, um, from what I remember, is it's different, but mm. it it's I, I'd say it's just as good. Yeah. But like they they go. They go harder on like emotional hits instead of like, oh shit, mm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, more like, personal um, stories. Yeah, like the. Um, should I spoil this? I mean, I've I've put the ep- um, I've put I mean, a I'll, clip I'll of this forget. in the Discord. Yeah. yeah, there's uh, there's an episode that uh, is like an epilogue to Batman Beyond, mm. um, where you f- you find out that um, Bruce Wayne is actually Terry McGinnis's uh, biological father. Oh yeah, I think I saw something about that. And I I think that's the episode that um. He's talking to Amanda Waller, who is like this, you know. I, I mean, I, I know you know who she is, yeah. but well, yeah, like I a mean, government she's agent from who, everyone's favorite movie, Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, but she's the one who led that um, kind of Suicide yeah. Squad. <laughs> yes, she she's very good at um, creating some kind of Suicide Squads. Yeah. But, um, but she she's like a government official who is trying to do her best and uh, frequently goes against what the Justice League wants because mm. she's scared of them. Yeah. And uh, she tells a story of how one time Batman's up... Uh, like, she sends Batman in to kill one of her experiments... Um, I think it was Ace of the Royal Flush Gang, who is a basically like a, a young teenager with psychic powers, mm. um, who is about to die of a brain aneurysm, <laughs> and is lashing out at the world. And Batman goes in, says, "I'll do it." Um, so he he has like the kill switch in his hands. Um, then he confronts her, uh, Ace, mm. and. And basically says, 
I'm not gonna kill you, she says. I know you won't. I've read your mind. Um, I know you know how hard it is not to have a childhood. And then he holds her hand until she dies and walks out slowly with her dead body. Mm. And... God damn it, that's Batman. Mm. <laughs> like... I, I fucking hate um, Dawn of Justice. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm going with this. Yeah, no, I don't because know when Zack Snyder's I, then I Justice League comes out, but it's certainly a thing that's happening. I, I don't f- fucking care anymore. Mm. I'm, I'm just over it. I keep seeing headlines about it. And I, like, I don't... Why? why do you show me this? Yeah, it... it I'm not... I'm not gonna waste my time watching it mm. just to shit on it because I know I won't like it so yeah. I might I'm watch just it just to shit it. on it so <laughs> it'll be I'll, I'll convert but it yeah, into like content there, this podcast <laughs> you can tell me about it and I can tell you why I hate it yeah. I won't force you to watch it like I did with Rise of Skywalker <sighs> fuck <laughs> At least the backgrounds are pretty. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, I know you won't be able to say that about Justice League, because all the backgrounds are gray, shitty, apocalyptic cityscapes. Yeah, they have many different shades of gray. At least fifty of them. Like r- red. <laughs> Shut the fuck. <laughs> We've discovered the uh, secret. God. There's also some. S- s- <laughs> What, Zack Snyder is really into bondage? Yeah, that Zack Snyder is just making S&M films. Yeah. Super and man films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how would that even... If he made, like, a Superman bondage film, I mean, I guess it would have to have, like, Zod or someone who would actually be capable of hurting him. Um, isn't... Isn't there, like, a comic version of Superman where Lois is into bondage? Um, I mean, I know there was a thing with the original artist who drew Superman also drew some, like, that, Playboy porn cartoons where he just drew the same might face as, like, that the Clark Kent and the Lois Lane faces. Yeah, I, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Shit is weird. <laughs> mm. Um, so uh, are we watching Justice League or are we watching Shrek? Um, I I think we're <laughs> watching Justice League unless we want to go back to Shrek. I mean, we haven't gotten no, any I, demands from anyone that we must watch Shrek. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think we've gotten Nobody any voted demands on that of anyone poll. for anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get get our fifteen dollar um, Patreon tier um, if you want to if you want us to watch Shrek. Yeah, to vote for us watching Shrek over Justice League. Yeah. If we if we hit fifty dollars on our Kickstarter goal, um, we'll uh, hire Mike Byers to watch it with us. I don't know. We'll release He's the episode on vinyl. 
We'll, we'll get the podcast <laughs> pressed into vinyl. <laughs> we'll we'll get it on eight track. Yeah. About fifty eight track tapes yeah. for one two hour episode. Yeah. <sighs> uh, okay, so Justice League. Yeah. Um and then Shrek. Oh, yeah, I had a I had a funny a funny um thing about Shrek the Third mm. is that there was Macy, anything funny about Macy Shrek Gray <laughs> Macy Gray did a song for Shrek the Third. No. Was it in the movie or in so, the credits? I I think it I, I don't fucking remember. It might just be on the soundtrack and not in the movie at all, okay. but I mean, it's been at least ten <laughs> years since I last saw Shrek the Third, so I don't remember. Yeah, there is no point to rewatch it. Mm. Um, I just thought it was funny that uh, Macy Gray <laughs> seems to come every... up. Um, well, yeah, I guess two thousands cartoons. Yeah, early early two thousands. After that, she kind of. Uh, Shrek falls the, off the radar. When was Shrek, Shrek the Third? Was like two thousand six or two thousand seven? I think. Yeah. So I guess when that was like the end. Maybe was... that killed her career. Being in Shrek the Third. <laughs> I mean, I th- I think I think she was still kind of famous until like the twenty tens when okay. she. Eh, maybe she like, just retired. Because I mean, she really only has like the one big hit. Mm. And like a handful of smaller hits, and then um, she does like you know she'll do like big events sometimes, and then she like fell out of popularity entirely. Entirely. Yeah, I mean, like I imagine like, she might have been voluntary for all I know, because it's probably exhausting being in the spotlight that much. Like, I know, like, a lot of actors yeah. who are, like, really big hits in, like, the 2000s, you don't hear anything about, like, Bloom anymore. You know, like, after Lord of the Rings, he was in all these action movies and stuff, and then he just kind of poofed. He's probably still making stuff, and I just never hear about it. Yeah. Well, I, I think Macy Gray was kind of weird because she she wasn't, she like, she didn't hit her big song until she was already in mm. her 30s. So she was never going to be, like, you know, like she was never going to be like Britney Spears, where she just like catapults into fame out of nowhere, right? Mm. And like she wasn't like a pop singer; she was like a she was like a jazzy R and B type singer. Yeah. So I mean, like there were limits to how how much. Um, of the pop culture landscape she was going to conquer. Mm. But she was in the, those two things that we watched, so that's funny to me. <laughs> that's the only reason yeah. I even remember yeah. her. Well, I mean, I'm sure that means she, she's going to show up in Justice League now. Yeah. Oh, the cartoon, she did, the she did the <laughs> She did the theme song to As Told by Ginger. Hmm. Which which is another like early mid two thousands show, 
mm. that all I remember about it is that it's about like a young teenage girl. Yeah, I if I've heard of it, I don't remember it at all. Yeah, it's just like a slice of life type. Like, oh, it's hard being a kid sometimes. Is it like network TV or cable TV? That was on Nickelodeon. Okay. It's a cartoon. Oh, okay. It. I remember it having really weird character designs. Hmm. Like, like really weird looking hair and noses, but that might. That might not be right. That's just completely off memory. Hmm. Well, I mean, we're in 90s nostalgia now, so maybe next decade they'll reboot it. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna... Like, I think earlier today I saw a Rugrats t-shirt. And, it, you know, it was like like original 90s Rugrats. And I was like, okay, that's surprising. I, I didn't check to see if it was like adult size or child size. Um, I assume adult size. I don't know that any children today would know what Rugrats is. Oh, yeah, I think I remember it, like seeing commercials for it. That ginger show. Yeah. I'm... I am... Looking at it now, I am 90% sure it was from the same people who did Rugrats. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, like, it looks like Rugrats and, like, Hey Arnold... And like that era of Nickelodeon, yeah. Like wild. It, it looks like if Rugrats was cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of yeah. like all grown up, except different. Yeah. It 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 is the missing link between Rugrats and All Grown yeah. Up. <laughs> I think um, I saw like one episode of All Grown Up, and all I remember is like, oh, they got dramatic. Did they? I I mean I think that I I don't know, maybe not. Maybe my memory is bad, but I I think I saw one episode and it was just like teen drama, like melodrama, but still like uh, like that kind of like oh the one from getting bullied or something. All I remember from that show is that Susie um, did a spelling bee. <laughs> mm. I mean, all I remember is, like, I saw an episode and there was, like, melodrama, and then, like, I spent a lot of time as a kid just leaving the TV on the TV Guide channel to see what's on, because there was, like, nothing on. <laughs> and I remember, all grown up, one of the episode titles was You Go Home, but it was written in the style of, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, so I assumed they had an episode about how card players are dicks because I remember that was definitely a thing like like I was a card player and I was a dick and I remember other card players were also just like jerks to everyone so I assume yeah. that's what that episode was about yeah I don't I don't remember like I remember like some of the character designs from all grown up mm. and I remember that Chucky had like a Japanese mom <laughs> uh, mm. or, or something I mean, Which was, I guess he did in the original show. I don't remember. Like, I remember we I, mostly saw his dad, but I think his mom might have been. I, I think what happened was, in the original show... Or like, no, his dad got remarried, I think. Yeah, like, I, I, think the, I think the original show happened, and then they had the movie where mm. his dad um, finds love and gets married to... Okay, um, yeah, maybe that's what it was. 
the the Japanese woman, I guess. I think she's Japanese. I don't remember. It's been forever. Yeah. But um and then so she's there and all grown up because continuity, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the main also thing the, I remember the weird... about the movies is that they introduced uh what's his name, the kid brother. Because they Dill. needed a younger baby for the babies. Yeah. Dill yeah, pickles. Yeah. Yeah, the other pickle joke. <laughs> yeah, I I think there's actually multiple movies. Like there's the one there were at where they're like There's the one that there's probably like four or five. <laughs> okay. Cuz I remember there was like the Reptar Mobile was on like the cover of the first one, I think. Yeah. Like that was there, like the There big was one where King toy you could get for that movie. It was a Raptor mobile. Yeah, because like that, I I know there's at least two. There's one where Dill is born, and yeah. something happens, and there's one where, um, Chucky gets a mom, and mm. um, I don't know if that one was like a actual theater release or if it was just on Nickelodeon. Oh, oh yeah, it might have been like like the SpongeBob uh, like hour long special movies. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. It's been, <laughs> it's been way too long. Um, also, there was a SpongeBob reference in uh, Duck Dodgers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that <laughs> green SpongeBob showed up. He he shows up for like a one second to just to laugh. That annoying yeah. laugh. Also, um, this was awkward, but Dustin Diamond um, is in an episode, and he says, I will live forever, and I will never grow old or die. And that's awkward, considering that he died, like, less than a week ago. So, mm. I guess rip Dustin Diamond. Well, he lived... He outlived the show by a yeah. long margin. Have you ever found it weird that Duck, Do- Duck Dodgers' relevance um, far outlived Buck Rogers' relevance? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because even, like, like when people think of, like, sci-fi from Buck Rogers' era, it's usually, like, Flash Gordon. Like, Flash Gordon, yeah. because of the movie and because it was, you know, like, Star Wars was going to be a Flash Gordon movie. Like, Flash Gordon has held on to more relevance, but Buck Rogers is just, like, 1950s sci-fi I guess that's all anybody remembers it as being if they remember it at all yeah like it's not even well remembered um, as a pulpy you know mid-century sci-fi thing it's just like it's it's more of a footnote in that it inspired that one Looney Tunes uh, joke yeah yeah the Duck Dodgers cartoon that was like popular enough to get its own TV show like 30, 40 years later, however. I mean, I don't know when the original Duck Dodgers short happened. I assume like I the 60s. I have no idea. It was probably like the 60s, so yeah, like 40 years later, people still remember the Duck Dodgers short and made a whole show based on it. Yeah. Shit's weird. Hmm. <laughs> You, you want to watch Baby Looney Tunes? 
Um, I vaguely remember that show. I watched that show a lot during the summer when there was no TV on. Mm. I mean, because there, there was Tiny Toons and then there was Baby Looney Toons. And they were two separate yeah. things. Separated oh, Tiny by, like, Toons. at least 10, 15 years of time. Yeah. Tiny Toons is like Animaniacs-style um, mm. humor. Yeah, I mean, Whereas that was Steven Baby... Spielberg worked on it. Yeah. And Baby Looney Tunes was um, like an actual show for babies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like Muppet Babies, but with Looney Tunes. Yeah. Where all all your favorite um, Looney Tunes characters are like... Ten inch tall babies, squeaky voices. Yep. And and Granny is still an old woman. (laughs) Yep. She'll never age or die. She's just old forever. She drank from the fountain. And Lola's at at and and Lola is there from (laughs) Space Jam. (laughs) Yeah, because we need a female, and that's the only one they've invented. Yeah. Aside from Granny. Exactly. Yeah. And they all get turned into sci-fi heroes for Lunatics Unleashed. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to watch Lunatics Unleashed, but I feel like we should maybe watch one episode. Mm, if it's to borrow free my brother's anywhere. DVD. It's probably on Boomerang, I would guess. It was another See, mid-2000s I don't know. thing. It had I don't DVDs, know if it'd be on so they have they have digital versions they could post, or it might just be on YouTube because they're not going to give enough of a shit to get it taken down. Yeah, because because Boomerang is owned by Cartoon Network, so they have a lot of former Cartoon Network shows. Uh, I think well, I mean, it was Kids WB Lun- Lunatics. They had Lunatics, and Cartoon Network is yeah, like. But I don't... The, the cable version of WB cartoons. But I, I don't think they ever like actually switched over, so I don't know. It, it might... I don't, I don't fucking... Yeah, I, I mean, like, I think they're both Warner <laughs> Brothers, so I think Warner's still owns... Like, they own Cartoon Network and they own Kids WB. Yeah. And, like, Hanna-Barbera is you know, under them too, so... Yeah. So, did you do anything else <laughs> the past two weeks? Um, new Magic the Gathering set came out. It's got Vikings and stuff. It's pretty cool, nice but I haven't. Time for you, like I've only Assassin's put like, Creed. Yeah, I've only put like two of the cards in my existing decks, and not really a deck I want to build out of them. Although I did build, I mean, it used some cards from the Vikings set. I I decided, you know, I. I wanted to build a Christmas deck, so I built it, and then since this is all Viking and snow stuff, some of it fit in. Like, some of the snow elves can be my Christmas elves. And the snow lands Is it a green-red so. deck? Uh, green-red-white. So <laughs> Nice. I got all my Christmas colors. Yep, it's good. Uh, the commanders are Bruce Tarl, who is, like, a fat guy. So he's Santa Claus. He's red and white. <laughs> and he's partnered with Kodama of the East tree, which is my Christmas tree, which is mono green. So I got red, green, and white. 
uh, Santa Claus and the Christmas Tree. They actually, even without the rest of the deck, just those two cards together work really well. Because when Bruce Tarl enters or attacks, you give a, another, well, any creature, I guess it could be him too, double strike and lifelink. And Kodama is a 6-6. Six, six. So I give it double strike and lifelink, and that's 12-12 lifelink commander damage if it's unblocked. And if it's blocked, it's still, you know, 6 lifelink. Um, and Kodama also is just a good value card, because its ability is, after it's out on the field, if you play any permanent, um, then you get a second free permanent from your hand of equal or lesser value. So you just get to, like, drop stuff in for free every time you play something. Including lands. Damn. You can play a land, and then put something of equal or lesser value, which would be another land. You just drop another land in. Um, so, yeah. So And so I've played the deck. It's it's not overpowered or broken, but it's just fun. Um, I've got Tybalt in here as my Krampus. Um, got a bunch of elves, got reindeer, got some people who look like toy makers. Um... Some people who just look like villagers and townspeople who can celebrate Christmas. Um, a bunch of like cheap artifact creatures that look like toys. So I've got toys <laughs> that um, they can build. Um, I have a ghost for the Ghost of Christmas Past. Uh, I've got a gingerbread man. Because <laughs> there's a card called Gingerbrute. It's a food golem. Um, it's a gingerbread man. So... <laughs> I've got that. I've That's got like awesome. some cards that can create angels. I didn't put any regular angels in, but I've got some angel stuff. Um, I've got a card. The art completely doesn't fit um, the theme, but it's called Compulsory Rest, where you basically like, you, you enchant a creature it can't attack or block. But just the idea of like you force someone to go to bed because it's Christmas. Um, that's why I have Compulsory Rest <laughs> in here. Um, let's see, do I have any other? Oh, I, I needed a piece of coal, and there is a thing called coal diamond, but it's a black mana source, so it can't go in here because the color theming doesn't fit. Um, so I've got meteorite, which is a big black meteor, so that's the piece of coal. Um, when it enters the battlefield, it deals two damage to target creature or player, and then I can tap it for mana. So, yeah. I, I throw a big piece of coal at someone. Um, I've got a chariot, which is the closest I could get to a Santa sleigh. I mean, there there is a card that is actually a sleigh, but it's an old card and it's not very good or useful. Um, get this one, Jalum Tome, which is Santa's list. Um, it's it's like a book, so get the list. Uh, I got, yeah, there's an angel that is an artifact, but whenever you play a creature, it becomes an like an angel creature until end of turn. Um, so that's angel at the top of the Christmas tree. Um, I've got a snow globe. Uh, got a, a bobble, which kind of looks like a Christmas tree ornament. Um, I've got a land, Mishra's factory. So that's my toy factory. Although there is... Like, Wizards of the Coast makes, like, Christmas-themed magic cards that they send out to their, like, local game stores and stuff. Like, the, the people who run the stores get a Christmas card, which is, like, an actual playing card. Um, so there is one, it's 
I mean, because of the limited supply, they're all ridiculously expensive, so I, I only own one that I was able to buy at my LGS, but there was one in the past called Mishra's Toy Factory that is... I don't remember the effect exactly, but... Because uh, they're all silver-bordered and they have, like, silly effects. But there is a Toy Factory card. Um, so I have a, a different factory as my Toy Factory land. And then there's a Gingerbread Cabin land. And then a bunch of snow lands. So, yeah. So, so I built that, played it a few times. It's pretty fun. I don't know if I'm going to get to play it tomorrow or not. It sounds like it might be snowing, so I might have to, you know, snow check on um, playing Magic tomorrow. But It'll be a white Christmas. Mm. Yep. White Christmas in February. Like you you making you you making all those uh, you you making all all those uh, like probably not Christmassy mm. cards um, out of context in, into Christmas cards reminds me of uh, the Dragon Ball Z abridged uh, movies mm. where <laughs> there's. There's there's one Dragon Ball Z movie where uh, the guy from space comes to Earth and plants a giant tree mm. where, um, that like sucks the life out of Earth and they have to destroy it. Um, and they they turn that movie into a Chris the the abridged uh, people turn that uh, movie into a Christmas mm. special <laughs> where it. It's a giant Christmas tree, and they have to stop Christmas from happening or something. Mm. It's it's not that funny out of context, but it it's it's kind of amazing how well they make it work. Um, mm. yeah. Considering that the act the actual thing has nothing to do with Christmas. Yeah. Um, also, there's been two more episodes of WandaVision, and they've revealed a bunch of stuff and made some more mysteries, and now everybody's talking about the mysteries and stuff. And a certain character came back in the last episode that's kind of exciting. Is it Quicksilver? It's a Quicksilver. Oh, uh, is it, is it the, the Fox one? Uh, yeah. I should have said spoilers, but yeah, whatever. Um, people must expect Weird. spoilers by this point. Yeah, no, they they brought back the X Men universe Quicksilver, and I mean it surprised like everyone on the show as it was happening because they were all like, wait what and uh, because I, they in episode four they explain who it is that's like watch this. I mean, I guess we're already spoiling stuff. Sword is watching, you know, Sword, the organization, is watching what's going on inside of Wanda's, like, town thing. You know, the whole, like, television broadcast, they've been watching that. And uh, Darcy from Thor is there assisting them. And she's watching the thing, and she sees X-Men Quicksilver, and she's like, they recast Pietro. So, at this point, it's not entirely clear if this is actually the X-Men 
version, like, with all the continuity baggage that brings, or if they're just, like, there's another multiverse out there where this actor who you know plays Quicksilver is also that Quicksilver. Like, it could be a completely new Quicksilver who just happens to be Evan Peters playing him. Um, like, I'm kind of hoping that's what they do, even with, like, the Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I hope they don't, you know, bring the entire continuity of those movies in. I hope it's just, oh, these actors you remember are playing a version of the characters they played in this, and that way we don't have to try to synergize all of our, you know, metaverse stuff in there, because it, it would just be a mess if they tried to do that. But Yeah, that's weird as shit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like right at the end of the episode, you know, they... You know, the, the doorbell rings and they open it and he's there and he's like, hey, I'm your long lost brother. Um, because it's in the context of this sitcom that it's like, you know, her brother who she'd mentioned was dead. Um, but yeah, I guess maybe next episode they'll explain, uh, you know, some more details on that about, you know, is this the X-Men universe? Is it a different universe? Is it just like a multiverse version of him who happens to be played by a familiar actor? Um, it, it, it'd be funny if they just completely ignore that it yeah. ever happened and don't bring it up again. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny to me personally. But, I mean, it would piss so much, so many more people off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the show has been pretty good about, like, they set up mysteries... And then explain them, and set up more mysteries, and then it seems like, you know, they're not going to be like J.J. Abrams. They actually have answers for this stuff, and will answer it by the end. I can't wait to watch it all at once, and not mm. weekly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, like, getting people talking every week. But in a different way than, like, The Mandalorian was. Because The Mandalorian was getting people talking every week about, like, you know, what was exciting or fun about the last episode. And this is more like getting people talking, like, what's really going on here? Yeah, I... I quickly get tired of fan speculation. Mm, yeah. Because it... People usually take it way too seriously yeah. um, hashtag dice funk then you get a <laughs> I mean I wasn't gonna go there but <laughs> I mean that's basically the reason why that's I don't what, participate in, in those in chats case... anymore because it's like I don't I mean they're making this up on the fly I don't think they're really thinking as hard about it as you guys are yeah yeah like I've 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 always kind of just wanted to talk about what I like about Dice Funk and not speculate about decisions players make in the moment to what they think would be the most fun. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because we're almost at the um, end of season seven. People are starting to post like their post-mortem questions, and I'm just sitting here like, I listen to every episode as they come out, but I do not remember half the things that happened this season because I haven't been engaging with it like I've done for other seasons. So I was just like, yeah, that was fun. I kind of remember what happened. Yeah, I've, I've, I've still been listening to season six, um, mm. on and off, like not, not really consistently mm. at all. Um, 
but yeah, I I I enjoy it more when there's not um, a lot of people very emotionally <laughs> invested in how it's going yeah. currently. Uh, I don't know. Like I I enjoy things better when there's not a lot of people um, potentially mm. upset about what's currently happening. Yeah, people I guess. who will tear your throat out if you say the wrong thing. Yeah. I, that that's why I've never really participated in the the dice funk discussions um, on the Discord because I don't know people have opinions and I just I I I like I like the show. Yeah, I mean I think like a lot of us older fans have just kind of drifted off. Like if we're still listening, it's just you know on your own, not as like a community thing. Yeah. It it's I don't know, it it's also kind of weird because it it seems like a pattern now where um, every season it's like the first half of the season is just mostly fun adventures with some dark stuff on the side, um, and then <laughs> by the second half it's like a fucking bloodbath. Yeah, season one set a trend. Yeah. I mean, I I think season 1 like I don't know, I like I I think Johnny kind of uh I don't know, he what's the word? Mm. Foreshadowed it um more than Austin typically does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like it, th- there was definitely it, a dark thing going on and it was more like the players suddenly realized how much shit they were in when it took a turn. Yeah. Like, they thought they were just there, like, like, oh, we can just, you know, pull swords on these guys, nothing bad's gonna happen from that. Yeah, because, like, the way Johnny did it, um, it was more, like, okay, here's this dark shit going down, um, there's this plot in the background that's happening, um, and the players can decide how to... Um, interact with it as mm. we go along um but i mean it it was always it was always there like i mean in in the first 10 episodes they they go to like the the secret um cult dungeon yeah i mean uh, even when they were like in, walking in the, through erlen's house it's like something is this guy the portraits on his walls like suggesting something weird about his family yeah Whereas it, it it feels like when Austin DMs he like he's got a general outline where he like he has ideas um, that he develops mm. as he goes um, and th- they usually end up with a character making <laughs> making a decision that uh. They don't. Uh, want I think to it's make. like Austin. I don't know. And also Chris, like interacting. Like Austin's got like a story that develops, you know, becoming like more serious over time. But then Chris will also like set up the most lovable character, 
and then just make something horrible happen. Either Austin makes something horrible happen to them and Chris leans into it, or Chris makes something horrible happen to him just off of his own decision, like halfway through the story. And maybe they live or maybe yeah. they die. Maybe he Usually he ends up with at least a second character by the end of it because he's abused the first one so much. Yeah. Or a third, or maybe even a fourth. I don't know. He remember. had at least three in season <laughs> um, four. Season yeah, season yeah. four got weird. Uh, season four yeah, no, got unpleasant. Yeah, the first one killed as she was getting like, exciting. And then had a second one who was just clinically depressed. And then he had the the demon guy with the stop sign that he was swinging around. And just being a dork. Yeah, like, like season three, four... No, season three, five, and six, like... They... they they get unpleasant occasionally, and more so towards the end. But like season mm. four was just kind of a yeah. I mean, like season throughout. six, I think I generally liked it, but like I liked King a lot at the start. You know, Chris's character, and I don't know if you've gotten to the part where it takes a turn, but it takes a really hard turn with him. And then, I, like after that point, I still like I enjoyed like Cordelia and Blake. Like they had a fun dynamic. But the rest of the season, I kind of soured on after that. Yeah, yeah. The Cordelia and Blake kind of just yeah, decide just murder not hoboing to, their way through everything. Um, have a conscience. Yeah, they they decide not to have a conscience, which mm. is a hell of a lot easier than whatever the hell. Um, yeah, and Chris yeah, are yeah. Doing. The, like, King goes through some heavy shit, and then is. I mean, just, the, I don't know what was going on after that. And then, yeah, like, Nifix is the, the one who's got, like, a uh, agenda to fix the world. You know, like, season four style. Just quickly spiraling mm. <laughs> out of control. Yeah. Yeah, and season seven is a lot of yeah. stuff happening. But I don't know... I mean, I don't know, it doesn't feel quite as cohesive. I mean, maybe because I'm not deep diving and paying attention to the details, it just it doesn't feel as cohesive as the, a narrative as some of the others have come out to be. Yeah. But I guess I, like, part of that's also just that the, I'll get that into the, that when the I get world to it, of it doesn't feel... Because it, it's like a kind of a Mad Max post-apocalypse, but... I mean, it, it's a. I mean, it's a post-apocalypse built on the bones of like multiple other universes. I don't know. It's it's weird, and they also do this thing where, like, at the start of most of the episodes, someone will be doing a monologue. Like for a lot of it, it's Joa is doing a monologue as a character who doesn't show up until like I don't know twenty something episodes in. Um, but it's kind of jarring to have that it just like it, it starts off so somber and then you know you get to the episode and so, let's talk about austin's bussy now so, so, okay um, <laughs> so i've ended up skipping a lot of those intros and then i don't know if i'm missing any important plot points from that but yeah i i haven't got there so mm. i will withhold all judgment <laughs> 
but I, I don't know, like, the, the, when it comes to the Discord, like, I just, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't think it's really fair to criticize mm. players for what they do in the moment. Um, you know, and, and like, like, from what I've read, like, there hasn't been a lot of that going mm. around, um, at least, uh, at least in earlier seasons when, when I would actually read that. Yeah, I mean, I think then. there was some, but, um, when it, maybe seasons four, five, and six. When, when it, when it did happen, it kind of just yeah. got, got on my nerves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I think it happened. And, like, season seven, I haven't been following the discussion, so I don't know what contra- like, I'm sure there's been some controversies over something, and I just, you know, me not even, like, half listening to the show didn't even notice the thing happened, but, um, I mean, I, I think, like, there, there was, based on what they say, like, in the episode about, like, reacting to fan complaints, I think there might have been people who are uncomfortable with, um, Laura and, um, ah, damn, so bad with names, um, Conrad. Laura and Conrad's characters have a shared backstory that they're part of, like, a sex cult that Conrad's character runs, so I think, like, some people were uncomfortable with that as, like, a concept, um, but... I mean, that's all I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that... That is... Um... Mm. Uncomfortable territory. In general, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've been... I don't know. I've just been enjoying Dice Funk. Um, like, sp- separate from any fan interaction mm. for a while so yeah. I'll continue to do that yeah, yeah I've been listening like, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately you know like at work and stuff um like I just listened to like, Dimension 20 uh I don't know how many seasons of it actually exist but the ones that are available for free on Podbean because I guess most of them you have to sign up for Dropout to get um I, I might go back and listen to Fantasy High I didn't really want to because it's a high school thing, and I'm you know tired of high school stories. Um, but I listened to just finished listening to the Unsleeping City, and that one was really good. It's like set in modern day New York, but there's also like fantasy. It's like a fantasy world hidden behind the real world in New York. So you've got these characters. There's like a firefighter who is actually a paladin and can do magic, but um, and like a woman, woman, I think, I think she was like set up to say she was recently divorced, but actually it turned out her husband was killed. Uh, but she's she's like a drunken style uh, monk because she has like drinking problems, um, and also I guess had done like some monk stuff. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no. And then there's like a druid who is a guy. He was like a lawyer who got cursed to be turned into a human-sized rat. Um, and he's living in the sewers, um, but yeah, I mean, it, like, it, it, it's really fun. Just, I mean, I enjoy listening to it, but at the same time, now that I'm DM- DMing my own game, I feel kind of bad because it's like, wow, I 
my DMing, like, my campaign will never live up to how good this is. Which, I mean, some of it's editing, some of it's just, you know, years of practice and skill and stuff that all the, you know, like the DM and the players and stuff are all really good at what they do. But, yeah, it's like I'm listening to it, I'm just like, wow, I wish I could have that level of emotional impact with the game I'm running. But, I don't think I ever will. I mean, I'm still, still feel like I'm learning how to be a DM in general. Um, because it's hard. It's like, like I'm writing like characters I mean, it, and events and stuff, but I, 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 all the I, advice I, I'm hearing is like you need to, you know, make it about your players. And it's like my players are all new to the game and don't even have backstories for their characters, so I don't know what their motivations are. So it's kind of hard to really get in. And at the same time, like from times being a player, I don't want to feel yeah. like I'm imposing someone like. Yeah, it's like you have to make the campaign like tie into people's backstories enough that they feel invested. But I don't want to feel like I'm stepping on their backstory and saying like, "No, this is what." It's like you may think you know what this character from your backstory is, but this is what they really are. Like I hate when that happens to me as a player, so I've been trying not to do that. But I don't know. Yeah, it. it... I mean, I don't, I've never really played a um, tabletop RPG, but I mean, I'm I'm sure it's uh, it, it's a lot easier when you're, you know, you're essentially professional, mm. um, like doing a show. Yeah, and like everybody all, is like, generally on the same page. Like, I think the Dimension Twenty ones—they're all people who've like done improv classes and professional improv so they all are like a lot quicker thinking about how to like respond to things which i know i have problems with which is why i need to write so many notes to it's like i don't want to lock everything in stone and railroad people but i know that i don't think as quick on the fly for um making up things yeah and I mean, it's it's also a matter of uh, like resources. Like um, you're a person who works uh, who works a job mm. who um, likes to do things. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you have a limited amount of time to uh, you know put into writing and slash designing a campaign. So, yeah. yeah. I mean. Not not that uh, the people who do shows like that don't have other things going on, but um, like I, I feel like when you when you set out to do a show like that, you you've committed to mm. like you know making a thing. Whereas I, I think you know when, when you're when you're at a table with friends, you know it you can be a little more loose with it mm. and uh, you know just enjoy yourself. Yeah, I mean, at at the point I'm at with my campaign, at least I have, let's see, four, five, seven, I think, I mean, I'm doing a session tonight, but there are seven sessions left in the story. And after that, I can just run, like, fun short modules or even longer modules out of books. Like, I'm not planning to write another campaign after this, so... Um, at least not another full one. Like, I'll still, it'll still be in the same world, so I can still pull Elisa or any other 
you know, fun characters who are showing up. Um, I mean, I know in the final battle, there's going to be like that moment where, you know, you're facing impossible odds and then all of your allies from the campaign show up. So, and that, I mean, it's going to be fun because I'm going to get to kick it off with a character who my players came up with, who they've never met. They just like mentioned it as a joke. So now I get to bring that back. Um, Because when we were on the fast food island, they joked that there's uh, a person named Taco Bill around there. And I hadn't, I had not created Taco Bill, but now Taco Bill will be because they, you know, killed uh, the Sandwich Lord and like all the other people who would have been in charge of uh, Flaverton. Um, then yeah, Taco Bill is now the new king of Flaverton, and he's going to be the first first volley launched at the uh, um, big bad guy that they're going to be fighting out in the ocean. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Taco, Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell. I'm, su- I'm surprised. I'm surprised that's not actually like a, a Taco Bell mascot. To be honest. Yeah. No. I, that seems like something they no, would. No, they wasted all those years with a Chihuahua, and they could have had Taco Bell. Yeah. But I mean, now now they just make stoner commercials because they know their target audience. Mm. So, yeah, the only people left who will eat Taco Bell. Yeah, I never liked Taco Bell. Like the the only reason I ever even went to Taco Bell um, was uh, when I I I I had a summer job at a place for a, a few years. And uh, there was a Taco Bell like right next to it, um, and I, I occasionally went in just to get a drink and those cinnamon d- dessert things. Mm. Yeah, like, I don't think I've ever eaten Taco <laughs> Bell. The only thing I know about the food is, uh, well, I think it was like an episode of South Park where they were saying like Taco Bell just makes you like shit like flaming diarrhea or something but Cartman keeps eating it anyway because he likes the taste even though he knows it's gonna make him shit was that was that episode about Taco Bell or Chipotle oh it might have been Chipotle I I mean I I remember it was just it made like people's anuses bleed but they were like eating it anyway because (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah because he I, I think it was Chipotle because he he makes like a like a, a laundry spray called Chipotle away that gets the blood out of your underwear. Okay, so so yeah, so I have no idea which Taco <laughs> yeah. Bell tastes like because I was thinking of Chipotle. I mean, Taco, uh, like, I, I, it's it's all the same. Like, mm. yeah, like even 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 on like a fast food um, level, like Taco Bell always just kind of tasted like shit to me. Mm. Yeah, I mean there there is a Taco like, Bell it, in my town. It's in the same building as KFC, and I've had KFC, but it's so greasy that I I haven't had that in at least a decade either. You at the Taco Bell? You at the Pizza Hut? You at the combination? No, wait, I said that wrong. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I have a, a a KFC Taco Bell combination, but the, the Pizza Hut is a separate building. Yeah, it, it's like actually on, now that on I the think of it, the Taco food, Bell I, half might be gone. 
It might just be KFC now. I haven't been inside there in years and years. The colonel has invaded. Mm. Actually, I think the only time I went inside that KFC Taco Bell was back in the late 90s when they had those Pokemon plushies that you could only get through KFC Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. I remember getting Burger I remember getting Burger King just because they had the the little plastic uh, Pokeballs with little Pokemon toys toys in them. Yeah, before they had to swap them all out for the cards. Yeah, I don't have any Pokemon stuff anymore. (laughs) Like, Mm. I... I might have, like, some books or something that I've got stashed away who knows where Mm. from when I was young. And I have that Sylveon plushie that that you got for me that I adore. Mm. And that's about it. (laughs) Yeah, no, there was no Sylveon back then. Yeah. Pokemon wasn't... Not until 2013 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whenever X and Y came X and out, y, yeah, yeah, it was one of the better parts of X and Y. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was one of the parts that didn't involve pointlessly tipping people. <laughs> yeah, I was that Team Flare. Yep, the team that wants to destroy the world because it's not beautiful enough. Yeah. The, the, probably the worst um, enemy team yep. in any Pokemon game. Yeah, easily. The, because they're... The dumbest. They, they are easily the most nonsensical. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then there, there was like an immortal giant guy. <laughs> mm. who, oh, yeah. Yeah, Az. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's A to Z. X and Y was weird. Yeah, 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 the immortal giant guy who had a beloved little flower fairy that died or something. Um, And then he, like, sacrificed a bunch of Pokemon on the giant super weapon altar thing to bring his little flower fairy back. And and then it was mad at him because he murdered so many Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, shit, that's basically Kingpin and um, <laughs> Spider-Verse. <laughs> so you're saying X and Y might be secretly really good. <laughs> um, no. Okay. But I'm saying it might have done a good thing. Mm. Other, other than um, introduce Sylveon. Yeah. I mean, it also introduced us to the deserts of France. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> like there's jungles in France, <laughs> but I don't think they are deserts. Well, may- maybe not jungles, but like really, at least like really dense forests. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean all um, the like biomes of every region of Pokemon's Earth are completely fucked up. Yeah, see th- that was. That was what what was kind of weird about um, what what was the the one that was like New uh, York black and white 
Was that Unova? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's like one city in the middle of New York City, and then there's a desert and a mine outside of it. Yeah. Because it's weird, because, like, the the United States is one of the most, uh, like, um, diverse countries on the planet, Mm. but they just have them all, like, right next to each other. Yeah, (laughs) like, if they had, like, condensed the majority of the United States into a map, then, yeah, you'd have, you know, a forest area, a swamp area, a desert area, a tundra area. You could even have a volcano area if they went to Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, like tropical. Um, I mean, they they did that in the next game, yeah. <laughs> or not not the next one, or even but, um, even like West Coast. You know, Washington, California. There's you know Ring of Fire volcanoes. Yeah, like there's almost almost every like um, specialized. Uh, um, like pretty much everything except like guess, tropic like jungle. I mean, there's like the bayous but that's probably the closest yeah the united states has to like a jungle yeah ev- ev- everything except like um it, yeah an actual jungle or rainforest yeah yeah at least off the top of my head but that I wouldn't mean, be realistic I'm, I'm sure we have to center like, it around you know just like a, a state that also has a desert yeah yeah, like I, I mean, it, it like I, I, I get it. it. It's, it, it's a game, and they want you to be able to walk from place to place without, you know, having to fly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> from one yeah, coast like, of a like the whole size thing another. is weird because like Pokemon's version of Japan spans at least four regions, uh, probably more because you know there's like a gap yeah. between Kanto, Johto, and Sinnoh, but um. But then, yeah, like, like Kalos, you know, like you get to walk around the entirety of Pokemon France. And, um, you know, Sword and Shield, you're walking around the entirety of, you know, the English Isle. The British, the British. Isle. Don't, don't say English. That, that'll make people Yeah, I, I, I get all my <laughs> stuff mixed up. Yeah, British. You know, Scotland, Ireland. Or no, you don't go. To, well, actually, you do go to Ireland because it was in the DLC. Um, but England, Scotland, and Wales, um, that whole island, you can walk, you know, from one end to the other, except it's kind of upside down, Yeah. they put London at the top, um, and then Ireland off on the opposite side of where it is. Yeah. Yeah, it, they, I, I think they made a, a more a lot more of an effort in Sword and Shield to like represent the the location mm. um cuz like in, in the in the early Pokemon games like they they did what they could on the Game mm. Boy um and then you know once they started going outside of Japan they kind of just made like you know, like general, um, like stylistic, hmm. uh, what's the word? Um, like they, they tried to get the general style of the area hmm. they were doing, but when then it's sword and shield and it's just, uh, it's just Britain except upside hmm. down. 
uh, and I mean, I, more compact. I would have to look. I feel like Kalos was in the shape of France, even though the, you know, the biomes are all completely screwed up. But yeah, that's that. It's possible. I haven't actually played it yeah. in forever, so. And they had, you know, whatever the impressions the developers got from visiting France of like, wow, tipping is weird. We should put that in the game. It's not going to unlock anything, but people will ask you for money, and you should give it to them to be polite. I I feel like um, I feel like the French were just taking advantage of like typical mm. Japanese uh, like collect collective yeah. politeness. <laughs> They're like, oh, Japanese terrorists. Let's get as much money yeah. out of them as we can. Yeah, they don't know how tipping works. We can you know ask them for a tip on everything we do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sir, how's the weather? Give me yeah. a quarter. <laughs> where, can, where can I find you know, this you know, hotel or whatever? So, oh, it's right down that way. Um, can I have a tip? So, oh, yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's that office building with the ghost girl in it? <laughs> oh, you have one of those here, too? France has so many ghosts. I mean, they they fought a lot of wars over the past mm. eleven hundred years. Of course, they've got ghosts. Yeah, everybody's got dead people. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping. You would I have to reference one of the in this episode. Have we missed any? Um, <laughs> we haven't had anything about the blob eating the wasp yet. I, I completely I think we forgot. ran that one. Um, yeah. Like, after reviewing the comic that it came from, it yeah, just kind of It's died. all about um, giant... It, it, it's all about yeah. giant man eating okay, the yeah, blob that, that's now. That's the new 2021 version of blob eating the wasp. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, now... Now that's that like the X-Men the can appear Rolling, in the MCU, we like can get giant man later. eating the blob. Like we've always wanted to see on the big screen <laughs> in Ant Man three. Oh God. Maybe in Deadpool. Mm, maybe. Because they said Deadpool will be joining the MCU. It'll. So it'll probably just be throwing a lot of shade at all the multiverse bullshit that the MCU's going through right now. I don't know how they could make Deadpool work in the MCU. Um, and keep up like the the established Ryan Reynolds um, like charm. Mm. Well, I mean, it it. I, I don't. It'll probably be you know because of the multiverse. It'll still be the Deadpool we know, but now he's crossing universes, and we'll just be riffing on uh, on this you know the MCU universe. But also, I mean, since Ryan Reynolds so is involved in, like, writing it, well, I guess anybody from his universe could cross over. You know, if they can pull Quicksilver in, then you know, why not? <laughs> and I guess even, like... They'll have a fight between the two Quicksilvers. Like, the end of Deadpool 2 already kind of made that possible. He's got his, like, time travel device thing. 
that you know he went back and killed Ryan Reynolds with. So yeah, he could just fall through the multi I, uh, through the miniverse, do an end game parody, and time travel into the MCU. Uh, I, I it's so I don't know like I I know WandaVision is doing some mm. things but I I am still just completely um I don't know I just feel like the MCU is running off I'm, the rails I'm completely, now that they completed their big mega story yeah yeah yeah, like they, they, they can go anywhere, but I feel like so they decided it, to it's go everywhere. Just gonna come crashing down. Yeah, <laughs> they. I think they might be thinking too much about what they can do instead of mm. what they should do. They're going to turn people into dinosaurs. But I mean, <laughs> okay, which ones haven't we hit yet? Um. I mean, I think that covers most of our running jokes. Yeah, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just like I don't. Oh, we haven't done the dirty boots yet. I don't know what they're gonna so, do. Somebody's got to rub their dirty boots on their display <laughs> sheet. Um, maybe Deadpool. Deadpool can rub it, wipe his dirty um, boots all over the crisp yeah. white sheets of the MCU for our amusement. There we go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how the MCU is going to shake out, but I, I just don't, not, I don't feel like it's going to work as well as it has been. Yeah, I mean, you know, up through twenty eighteen. Like that's why I'm hoping, you know, at least with all these crossovers and stuff, that they will make most, if not all, of them. Like Deadpool, sure, keep the original Deadpool, but the other ones, I feel like this should be like. A new version of the character featuring the actor that you know, um, so that they can try to limit the amount of baggage they get from all these crossovers. Yeah, they and that they need to keep a good amount of their movies fairly independent. And I feel like that might actually be um, what they're doing, based on like what Jamie Fox said about how his new Electro is going to look different from the old Electro. Like he won't be blue in this version. So maybe it is just yeah. they're doing a new version with the the actor who's done it in a different movie. And like yeah. bringing Alfred Molina back as Doc Ock, I, like he he died, you know he's he's dead. Yeah, like I, I'm I'm not worried too much about. I'm not super worried about the Spider-Man side because I. I well, yeah, I am because it's mm. Sony, and they they never know when. And to they want to legitimize um, their Morbius but, and Venom movies. Yeah, but like I'm, I don't know. I I just I just don't know where anything's going. Mm. It's like 2020 kind of just blew a hole in my head. <laughs> it's like I don't. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck is happening anymore. Yeah, 
And, I mean, with all the movie release schedules up in the air, I've kind of stopped caring about when new movies are going to come out, because I figure it's until they do. Yeah. Shit's weird. Mm. So that was fun. <laughs> yep. No, we got two hours out of that. Everybody got to yeah, enjoy we actually a talked sleepy of, rambling. We actually episode. talked about Duck Dodgers for like an hour, <laughs> which yeah. almost never happens. Somehow Usually, found an hour uh, to talk about a show that has like minimal plot to it. Yeah. Watch Duck Dodgers, or at, at least try to. I mean, it. Mm. It's not something you really get invested in, but it's it's something... It's a good watch. Yeah. I mean, there's probably either clips or, like, parts of episodes on YouTube, I would guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how litigious Warner Brothers is compared to, like, Disney as far as, you know, taking down things that get posted, but... Well, I I did find uh, a ten for like five ten minute uh, YouTube video of nothing but unedited clips from Harley Quinn. So I don't know. Yeah, and that that's like a new show that they you know are trying to get people to sign up to HBO Max to watch. Yeah. Whereas Duck Dodgers is something that they they did twenty years ago and don't really care about. Yeah. Wow, yeah, it is almost 20 years, isn't it? Very 18, close. 19 years. Duck Dodgers is old enough to fuck. Mm. Okay, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know what the title card's going to be, but I'm assuming um it will have Queen Tyranny on it. Uh, it probably should. If only Give me an excuse to use my vast image library. Just find find a find an image of uh, of her from a porn site, of her, like her stepping on somebody, and put lady. <laughs> oh, we're doing um, a Resident Evil. Well, I mean, I yeah, have put an lady image from. I mean, I have an image. It's not porn, so it would be acceptable to put on a thing of her in you know her skimpy outfit. And, like, I mean, since it's, you know, a, like, lewd image, they inflated her breast size. But she's just standing there looking kind of dumbfounded and, like, pointing at her outfit, like, I don't understand, this is formal wear. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah. Are we still recording? (laughs) Um, I think so. I am. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we could have ended on the line about Duck Dodgers being old enough to fuck, but, um, but no, um, we kept going. We missed that stop. We have to keep going yeah. until we reach the next exit. Um, a bit, a bit, a bit, that's all, folks. Um, is that good enough? Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> Just have a have a really awkward ending instead of. Uh, a, an actual decent one <laughs> with with a with a not great but um, adequate joke to end it off with. Yep, that's the worst way to end a podcast. <laughs> yep, 
and then just have me trailing off saying this bullshit right now while while the ending song plays. Yeah, yeah, this will be all just played over the ending song. And it'll actually have my half slowly. this time, because I didn't hit stop. Nice. Just slowly fading out while I, while, um, I say, TITTIES! <laughs> yep. Mm. And we'll just talk straight through the part where I have your voice clip saying, that's the worst way to end a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have, like, eight layers of Brent. Um, yep. <laughs> by the time the year's over. Yep. And now we get one layer of jade with it. Mm, for once. Yep. Jade, you're not very important in your podcast. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> okay, I'm stopping now. <laughs>